Dear Abby Normals, welcome to Deeply Disturbing Things, the podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi. And I'm Sarah. And we are three anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things. Why is your screen I know. What's happening? I can't do that this whole time. What is Just that? Just don't cut it. Why is it doing that? I don't know. I don't um, think. There's paranormal activity happening. About it. That looks very paranormal. What if that happens in the recording? It's okay. Okay. If All you right. want to see what we're talking about, become <laughs> our Patreon because right. now our video is only available to our fabulous Patreon. And there may or may not be ghosts involved and there may or may not be a pretty meter. Just saying. Probably not though. It's naturally gorgeous. So I'm really excited about my topic tonight because this is one of those things that when it originally happened, I caught all the headlines but didn't really dive into it. And I had some really strong reactions at that time mm -hmm. that now that I've had a chance to look into it, mm -hmm. I'm tempered a little bit, Okay, which I love. Mm -hmm. The I mean, one you've talked I'm about broke. before here? No. Okay. No, no, no. So I'm going to share about John Chow, who was killed by the uncontacted and, uh, and protected Sentinelese tribe in 2018. Do either of you remember that yes, headline? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, do you remember the reactions that you had? Um, I mean, I probably not the normal reaction. What do you mean? What's the? I mean, like he, he went into his <laughs> into someone else's area and they were protecting their home. So, what was your reaction? So, like, oh, oops. Okay, you're not really giving us anything. Can you say it one more time? Can you say the headline one more time? Um, John Chow, he was killed by an uncontacted and protected Sentinelese tribe in 2018. So I'll get into it more. Okay. And so first a little bit of history on this tribe and this area. The Andaman and Nicobar Islands are 836 islands. So picture like the white beaches the blue water, mangrove trees, rainforests. And so this is warm waters between India, Myanmar, Thailand, and Indonesia. So out of those 836 islands, only 31 are inhabited. Hmm. So living alongside the settlers from India are six protected indigenous tribes that have lived there for um, some of the numbers that I saw were 60,000 years and have existed apart from the rest of humanity. Just so amazing yeah. uh, with how much colonialism took over the world. Mm -hmm. So they live on, you know, eating fish, turtles, shooting wild pigs. And so the, this includes the people of North Sentinel Island. So they're called the Sentinelese, but we don't actually know what their name is for themselves. Mm -hmm. So they're just named after what the mm -hmm. island was named region. by, you know, colonialists. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they have a reputation for killing anyone who lands on their tiny island. The island is very small, it's the size of Manhattan. And this ensures that they are the world's most isolated people. Hmm. No questions asked, just... You land on our land and you're, we're taking well, it. Yeah, just very territorial. Well, it's it's self-protective mm -hmm. uh, because they have no immunity. 
to mm. outside illnesses. Right. And you can wipe them all. And there's a history right. of tribes on neighboring islands that when mm. um, colonialism occurred, they were completely wiped sure. out. Now that's just conjecture of right. why they don't want outsiders in, but it, it's a good reason that we're aware of mm -hmm. why they should be uncontacted and protected. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to refer them to them as the Sentinelese, but just again, we don't actually know what they call themselves. So they vigorously reject all contact with outsiders. We don't know a lot about the tribe. Um, a theory is that like the three other black tribes in these islands, they're descended from the people who migrated from the cradle of humankind in Africa. So that would be, you know, tens of th thousands of years ago. And some of them settled on a mountain range that once connected to Myanmar and then around 10,000 BC, when the ice caps melted and the seas rose, those mountains became islands and sealed the tribes off from the rest of the world. So that is the theory. And for anthropologists, the existence of a black hunter-gatherer tribe in Asia is, you know, very fascinating. And then for religious individuals, it's considered miraculous. You know, it's like people living as God created them, just, mm -hmm. just natural. Comments thus far as I take a, a sip? Um, that's what Max has just been thinking about lately. He's like, wish we could just live like off the land like we were meant to like we were mm -hmm. not intended <laughs> i'm like sorry bud we're here like we're submerged in it we could definitely go on vacations and stuff but yeah well when um covid first happened and everything was like quiet and nobody's driving around i like that Mm -hmm. I remember that first, actually, the second you said that, I imagine that first day when, like, everything was, like, officially quarantined, and I, I drove somewhere, and I was, I was yeah. driving, and I'm like, this is creepy, there's uh -huh. nobody out, and I'm gonna get pulled over, and I'm gonna have to be like, I don't know, this seems weird. Why are you out? I don't know, I just didn't believe that I had to follow the rules. Oh, I mean, so just to rebel, just like, in my car, I wanted to check things out. Like, mm -hmm. do I just trust from the inside of my home that that's all that's happening? Or is was there a nuclear explosion all around my house? And then I need to see yeah. with my own eyes. Well, yeah. there's still a lot of people that believe that COVID was um, a distraction from something else that was it's always it. There's always a distraction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. So just to show how um, much this tribe does not want people around, in 2006, two Indian fishermen had moored their boat near North Sentinel. Um, they were poaching in the waters around the island. So you're not supposed to go around the island at all, even in the waters right around. And, mm -hmm. and they were, they fell asleep on their boat. And then they were killed when their boat broke loose and drifted onto the shore. And their bodies were placed on bamboo stakes. Ooh, ouch. So so I see it's that hardcore. Well, I see that as kind of like a warning right. to others, right. like a very visible, like this will happen to you if you come here. Like you are not they didn't know others were like trying to. Well, I mean, it's just a, yeah. I mean, if you bend once, how many I, that only takes one time. Get everybody sick. 
And the tribe have made it clear that they do not want contact. So again, neighboring tribes were wiped out by the British colonizing those islands around them. And this tribe has zero immunity to even things mm-hmm. like the common cold, mm-hmm, which right. could develop into other diseases and could decimate their population. That's right. Talked about the the true story of Thanksgiving and mm-hmm, how right. that tribe was completely devastated. Mm-hmm. There was, I don't remember if there's even anybody that was left surviving. So it is conjecture if that's the reason. I mean, they just may not want people on their island. Yeah. Which I get. Which is fair too. And that's where I was like, Get off my lawn. It's mine. <laughs> well, and if you see, like, I don't I mean, they obviously are pretty limited in what they know about external things that are going on, right? They don't have internet, I'm guessing, or phones. I'm so, jealous. Yeah. I mean, just to be able to just live your day to day, like food, you know, relationships, spending, shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. maybe some spiritual beliefs going on. I mean, just the simplicity That's what my son was saying. I feel but like then, I could do something in the middle. <laughs> yeah, because that, I mean, it comes with its own. Right. Like, I, but at the same time, I feel like, yeah, those people, they're happy. I wonder what their happy meter is compared to. You well, know, and it's not a way I think. That are connect- but that may be um, kind of cultural too, of like, yeah. we must be happy versus like content living in like thriving as a community there's some happiness as you'll see i would think so. we've witnessed joy i really think that we broke <laughs> with these the, the pretty meter that's what's happening should i turn it down i mean it, did, it didn't kind do of distracting <laughs> yeah i keep looking at it and i'm it's like, like am i having my eye twitch seizure uh, maybe okay nope nope we may as well make this pretty again just don't look at it I can't. It's so hard. No. Just look at me. Because you're going. I'm. Forward. I'm looking straight at it. This is all I'm looking. No, at. look at me. No. <laughs> look at me. Look at all this. No. Your hair looks great though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So most of what we know about this tribe has been gathered by be- viewing them from boats um, that were moored more than an arrow's distance from the shore. Good, good measuring stick. <laughs> I like that word moored. Mm. And a few brief periods where the Sentinelese allowed the authorities to get close enough to hand over some coconuts. Hmm. So we, we've we witnessed them hunting Risky. and gathering <laughs> in the forest, fishing in the coastal waters. They, ha- they make boats hmm. out of wood, canoes, um, but they can only be used in shallow waters and they're propelled like by a pole. They push them around in the shallow waters. It's thought that they live in three small bands. They have two different types of houses, large communal huts with several hearths for a number of families, and then smaller huts, which can sometimes be seen on the beach that look like temporary shelters that are just big enough for a small group. The women wear fiber strings tied around their waists, necks, and heads. The men also wear necklaces and headbands for <laughs> with a thicker waist belt, and the men carry spears, bows, and arrows. I see women who wear fiber strings on the beaches in Hawaii. Are you talking about thongs? I see people who allow their children <laughs> to thong, do that, thong, and it's thong. quite disappointing. It's a, I, I was horrified in Hawaii at some like, parents sitting there, and they're like, easy, like, 10, 12-year-olds out there, like, wearing inappropriate bathing clothes. 
No. It's just nudity. It's just it, like body. Yeah, except for you, they're your, like, child, and there's, like, creepers. Mm. I don't know. Like, I get that, but that's, I also... Well, that's a topic. New beaches. I've been to new um, beaches. Did talk about new beaches? Did I talk about new beaches? No. I don't know. We talked about a nudist something. Oh, a nudist colony. No, it was your... The... Marijuana. No, remember there. Marijuana nudity? There's too many, too many tickling. things. Right marijuana. Tickling tickling tickling. 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 Marijuana nudity. Remember the guy was dragged across the ground carrying and he had all the, the weed in his hands? It was your topic. Oh, in Africa. Yeah. I don't know how this relates. And they were naked? Well, he's an indigenous person. Oh. That's just. Oh, they're dressed. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. thinking naked. That's and then yeah. that came to mind. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's just the human body. People need to get over it. So, I mean, other countries are not like the U.S. Let's squeamish about like, oh my God, it's oppressed. Yeah. I'm not worried about the yeah. squeamish. I'm go be naked on the beach. That's fine. But like, there are there are people who prey upon children and maybe having a child wearing a thong bikini that's like 10 years old is not great in my opinion. I didn't wear a bathing suit until I was like almost 10. You would have bullied me so bad. I would still wear one piece. (laughs) There is no reason to believe that... Look at there's too much white happening today. I knew that was good. Oh, please don't get on my white pants. I'm gonna go dab this out while you keep talking, or else it'll never come out. We have to all dab. I can't do that. Why? Okay. Emotionally, I can't do it. That's fun of dabbing. I'm too cool of a person. Oh, that's actually the opposite of cool because dabbing's dabbing? fucking cool. What, like eight years ago <laughs> or more? Yeah, I mean, being that's what being cool is is having confidence to do whatever the fuck you want. True. Eight years ago. <laughs> so people um commonly have a misconception like call this tribe that they were in the Stone Age, but that's really not true. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's no reason to believe the tribe's gonna not evolve and you know it's gonna be living the same way they have for tens of thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Their, their ways of lives, you know, are going to change and adapt like all people. Mm-hmm. And for instance, now they use metal, which has been washed up or which has been recovered from shipwrecks. Mm-hmm. And the iron is sharpened and used to tip their arrows, mm-hmm. which is going to be very important later in the story. So just okay. remember that little tidbit. So what has been observed from a distance, the Sentinelese Islanders are doing very well. They're extremely healthy and thriving, um, which is in marked contracts to the tribes to whom the British attempted to bring, quote unquote, civilization. The people have been witnessed on the shore, looking proud, strong and healthy um, at They've been observed, noting many children, pregnant women. Um, laughter has been observed. Where is there? Where are these observations coming from? Like out there? Yeah, they're moored, yeah, like, they're moored like, out. They're probably like have they sent drones. I think so. Um, <laughs> like little drones. I think there's been some, you know, helicopters or maybe not helicopter, but That'd some kind aggressive. of. Because I've seen drones, some yeah. up high. Well, I think this was pre-drone. This was like in the 2000s. I saw some 
footage that seemed like it was filmed from a height. Okay. Oh, helicopter. Yeah, here in 2004. So this is when really the international community became aware of the tribe was after the 2004 tsunami. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were concerned about the tribe. And so a helicopter went oh. to just check on their welfare. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. And the tribes were photographed then on the beach firing arrows at the helicopter. That's nice though that they said the helicopter was going to <laughs> check on them and not just be nosy. great. <laughs> <laughs> they're like like, okay they're fine we can go back i'm always curious like if there's a big natural disaster like who's gonna come and check on on you because if you can put those things in your windows it's like inside two cats one dog one bird so like if there's an emergency people know what's inside your house well i think in some areas this is this um goes better than others i mean i think in our country we've done a very poor job at some of that stuff right. like Hurricane Katrina was a fucking disaster and people pretty much had lots of signs you know on their roof disaster. like help all that mm-hmm. um we're really bad at providing immediate support to people mm-hmm. in immediate crisis it just it's it shouldn't be that complicated my value is simplicity that's why you have wings and I, I do have wings. I don't know what that's to do with my value of simplicity. Well, I I will get on an airplane in a second now. No problem. Yeah. Really? Like it's like really? I'm in my jet setter era. Great. Okay. I'm I'm happy about that. In the 70s, 1970s, the Indian authorities were making occasional trips there. They were trying to befriend the tribe. And sometimes it was because dignitaries wanted to have an adventure. Um, And so they're making these trips, bringing gifts, bringing coconuts. And so sometimes it seemed like the gifts were being taken, like the efforts were receptive. Other times they were being shot at with arrows. It was was real mixed messages. Depending on their mood. (laughs) It was really like, yeah. And so uh, in the 90s, this these gift dropping missions stopped and the officials were really starting to come to question, like, is this smart? Like, these people are healthy, they're content, they've thrived on their own for almost 60,000 years. Like, right. Read the what room. are we doing here? Read the room and get out. They don't need us. They don't want us. Mm-hmm. And those also concerned that the tribe might develop a dependence on the coconuts. And the coconuts did not grow on their island. And so bringing all these coconuts, like, what are we doing here? You know. So we're starting to get a little more, you know, eyes open. Damn it. Where's my coconut? Coconuts. My lime in the coconut. What are we gonna do with those runs? Oh, Paul's gonna play play that for his encore at my birthday. Oh I love that song. I love that song too. So you have to clap for an encore or single play it. It's like cricket. And he's like, oh, yes or no. Yes or no. Is it called lime in lime and coconut? In the coconut? Yeah. Lime in your coconut? It's a remedy. Is it a lime? Yeah, I remember that. 
hangover, I believe. Was he sick? I forget what it was. Something was wrong. Great. I sound so good for birthday. He's like a naturopath. And he'll like put the lime and the coke in it and drink it all up. And it will like make you all better. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Got it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. It's a it's a good it's a good song. Okay. So Vegas then? Um, I was thinking that too. Yeah, I'm, I'm going anywhere now. Yeah, maybe next summer. Or if something. they're going, no, <laughs> clearly it's sooner than that. Well, because I can get us a time chart though if we find it right. Well, there's other timing for free, so that might be worth. We could go again. Okay, <laughs> we can talk about that later. Let's plan it. That's more um, what you want to get. If you are a Patreon, our deep inner secrets and Plans. wine stained <laughs> shirts. The dates will be in Vegas. <laughs> no, don't, don't, no, don't do that. Why would you put that out there? I'm sorry. Disclaimer. No. The current position of the Indian governments is that no further attempts out there. We won't say the dates to contact the tribe will be made. They do periodic checks from a distance. And and that's just to ensure that the sentinelies appear well and have not chosen to seek contact. So maybe they're having an emergency and they're like, hey, we do need help, but that is not to appear to be the case. Also the autonomy to fail and not do well. <laughs> to like get is, yeah. it, is it like we're waiting for an excuse to like, oh, they need us. We better get in there. Well, I think they're waiting for a message. Right, because we're so important. We must get a message sooner or later. Well, I mean, you never know. They, the people could be having some crisis and do ask for help, but they have not so far, no interest. And so that's the official stance is leave them alone. Right. Let's move on to John Chow. You probably forgot who I was talking about here. Uh, yeah. I said such a great lean in. I was setting the stage. No, this is All great. Right. I'm laying the good. foundation. I intentionally didn't have a topic so you could I'm a storyteller. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> John Chow. In 2018, when all this went down, John Chow was a 26-year-old solo adventurer. So one of these types that will the worst go camping so for days by themselves or like go world travel by I themselves. Their Subaru. Did you hear that the guy in Liberty, was it Liberty Lake, up where we hiked, got lost? Up there? A solo where hiker. Where we were? Liberty mm-hmm. Lake, where Sarah lives. Oh. oh where the ladybugs are, those little, oh. the evil bugs Lady are. Beetles. Yeah. But it was the night of the thunderstorm, and he went hiking by himself, like, like that. He made a buddy system. Or at least be willing to accept the consequences. He got lost? Yeah, he got lost. Was he found? Right. So it wasn't like once was it was daylight or I think yeah, he spent the night. He was I mean, there. I don't he think lost he, we should get to complain about being like it was during the thunderstorm though. Like, like, yeah, like, it's not <laughs> like, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna eventually get you know, out. Them, you know the thunderstorms that happen though? Like yeah. the intense ones. So he was out so there. Scared. Um, I would be scared when there's like lightning. Trees is gonna hit the tree when it's gonna hit him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, my kids were outside in the backyard, like fuck yeah. Scared of light and thunder, like I, I really enjoy it. 
But if I was like lost in the woods and it was happening, I mean, I, I, I get that. But sick. again, natural consequences. If you yeah, go out right. and hike at night and you get lost, that. then you don't get to file and say later that I was lost. Like, I, I get, I have a concern of people costing a lot of resources when it's something they're just doing. Like you like it's true. Yeah. You know, that kind of bothers me. Yeah. And other people are at risk, possibly. That kind of stuff. All the rules are there because someone else has fucked up along the way. Yeah, man. So he, John Chow, he's 26, so young. And, um, what's happening? There's an apartment upstairs. I know. It was great. It was great here. It was like a (laughs) weekend. Well, the, her front door is right there. They definitely go straight there. (laughs) No, the ghost is in that closet. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. The portal. I don't. I can't tell you how many times those this beats is, start oh, to make. This is special myself. content. Special right. content. I'm sorry. As well as yeah. staging back my home back on track path. So he's also another a Christian like, missionary. Sorry, I only heard missionary. Start over. Christian missionary. <laughs> Thank you. He I'll loved just... camping, hiking, and traveling. <laughs> he he probably loved missionary. <laughs> he excelled at various. Like extracurriculars in school. He, he was a real stand up guy. He admired, mm-hmm. um, you know, like he read deep into the esoteric explorer books. I've never done that. Love David Livingston, uh, you know. Oh, okay. I don't know. Dr. That. Livingston, I presume. Oh, I know that. that yeah. I think probably from that has to do with David Livingston. I don't know that. I don't think I, I go around saying Dr. Livingston, I presume. So David Livingston, his whole thing was he wanted to find the source of the Nile. Um, he felt like um, publicity around that would help him with his real cause, which was he wanted to abolish um, slavery mm-hmm. in the UK. Okay. But there's still some problematic elements, you know, due to the the times of his approach. But, you know, it, he's really revered as like this adventurer. And he was another solo adventurer. Hmm. Though I think he had local guides, so he wasn't totally solo. So John Chow attended Oral Roberts University and he managed the school soccer team and graduated with a degree in exercise science. So he's a fit individual. In 2017, Chow participated. Yeah, fit. Yeah, it means like sexy. Yeah, it's like a cool. Like she's fit. fit. Don't you know it? She's real fit. (laughs) And so he went to this boot camp missionary training. In Kansas. Because he wasn't fit enough. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) And the training included navigating a mock native village populated by missionary staff members who pretended to be hostile natives wielding fake spears. So that's problematic at best. um... And during that year, he reported, that's when he started talking about interest in converting the Sentinelese tribe to Christianity. So, John was really um, fascinated that these people could live alone in the wilderness for so long. 
And he considered it this last frontier of unexplored land and people that were untouched by Christianity. And he was excited. To ruin it? As if the place and people were specifically left for him. So he felt mm. like it was his life oh, calling. That's a yeah. little God complexy for my liking. Yeah. So I mean, that's what I was asking you before. Like, what is your gut reaction? To give anything other than the little <laughs> I gave that I still don't remember now. You didn't give anything. But she said she had you a normal reaction. Yeah, normal reaction. Yeah, which is, means zero. Happy normal reaction. It, re- it means less than nothing. It actually. means... Tell me more so I can have context for my reactions. <laughs> so it's Neutral. estimated Neutral. that John Shaw was killed on November 16th, 2018. Mm-hmm. However, in the day preceding that, he made several trips to the island. Mm-hmm. And we are gifted with his journal mm-hmm. where he wrote about it. And so I wanted to share some excerpts from his journal because it really, it sets the stage for mm. what was going on in his head like the day before. And I, f- I found it really interesting. Um, and also I was a little horrified because, you know, having your journal, like public knowledge after you I die. That's <laughs> episode, burn your journal. Burn your I, journal I recently had a day where I, I was cleaning, not recently, a while back, but I was cleaning and I found some old ones like, what? And I just started ripping them out. I'm like, oh, high yeah. school me, you really thought you could just say whatever came to your mind? Are you and kidding put me? put it down in writing? Yeah. Do you know what that looks like? Your <laughs> unfiltered brain? Nobody needs to see this ever. <laughs> you need to die and then have them go, oh, acknowledge her for her career and her family. Mm-hmm. Not for these teenage thoughts. Teenage random yes. rants. Control the narrative. I already cleaned house a long time ago. Which is a sad thing that we have to do. Let's just put that caveat that we can't live our true selves on a lot of levels. Well, I am writing my book where I'm also exposing everything. When can I read it? My whole thing is I am not holding back on anything. Can I read it? Can I start it? Can I read page one? No. I have a plan. Fine. All right. Would you like to hear some Publish of these journal entries? I do. I do actually. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sit kidding. back. This is like a story. I mean, November some... 15th. So this is the day before <laughs> people feel believe that he was killed. This is nice. Um, <laughs> North Sentinel Island, Southwest Cove. Around 8.30, I tried initiating contact. I went back to the cached kayak and built it up. Then ran to the boat and got two large fish, one barracuda and one half tuna. I put them on the kayak and began a half of tuna. Like a half half of a tuna fish? Well, tunas are fucking big. So he ate half of a tuna. No, he put them on his kayak. Okay. Should I start over? No. I went back to the kayak and built it up. So he's filling up his kayak with stuff to take. Oh, okay. To the oh, island. I thought Me okay. too. <laughs> I'm, no. You're right. We weren't listening. Sarah. One barracuda and one half tuna. I put them on the kayak and began waving to the house we had seen. I was about 400 yards out. I heard women looing and chattering. Then I spotted two dugout canoes with outriggers. I rowed past one. 
then saw movement on the shore. Two armed sentinels came rushing out, yelling at me. They had two arrows each, unstrung, until they got closer. I hollered, my name is John. I love you, and Jesus loves you. Jesus Christ gave me authority to come to you. Here is some fish. I regret I began to panic slightly as I saw them string arrows in their bows. I picked up the tuna and threw it toward them. They kept coming. I slid the barracuda off. It started to sink, but my thoughts were directed toward the fact I was almost in arrow range. I backpaddled. When they got the fish, I turned and paddled like I never have in my life back to the boat. I felt some fear, but mostly was disappointed they didn't accept me right away. I can now say I have been nearly shot by the Sentinelese, and I've walked and cached gear on their island. Now I'm resting in the boat and will try again later, leaving gifts on shore and in rocks. Lord, protect me and guide me. I felt connection for a moment in that, like, hey, here, like, take what I have, but I'm going to back up and, like, give you your space. But the second it was, I, you know, that I feel like I should have been accepted right away. I don't like that. But that's mercy. Situation happening or something. I mean, it's that the urge to uh, conform people. Power. You want to hear the next journal entry? I do. So this, that was a complete one I read on that one. This one, I'm, I'm just going to do excerpts for time. So this is the same day. November 15th, 2018. Well, I've been shot by the Sentinelese. I built a kayak and we put the two fish on top and inside my small pelican. So that's like a container thing, a waterproof thing. That contains pencils, my contact response kit for arrow wounds, abdominal pads, chest seal, dental forceps for arrow remover, removal, picture cards, multivitamins, multi-tools. He didn't have Yana and Bio. And unfortunately, my passports. I had my waterproof Bible and some gifts. So gifts that Mm -hmm. he's going to give to the people. Mm -hmm. Scissors, tweezers, safety pins, fishing line, hooks, cordage, rubber tubing, and my new Speedo towel because because what wait, tribal wait, member what? doesn't need a new Speedo towel? I thought you were just so, going to stop at Speedo. <laughs> yeah, my, my thought does go immediately to, like, when we talk about when people go and, like, film nature, I don't know, like, the lions <laughs> in nature, you're not supposed to interfere, uh-huh. right? Like, because it's, it could impact not just, it, the ripple effect can be huge, and I I mean, this is great that he's offering all these things, but the ripple effect of providing all of these things that weren't there prior right. to it, a, a people who have been doing it themselves. I was wondering about the logic behind the Speedo towel, but now I'm remembering um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh my God. And you always have to have a towel. So maybe Answer you read that book. Oh my, oh, you're so right. Have you seen it? No. What? Have you not read the book? Read the book. Okay. You always have to have a towel. I haven't. You can borrow it. I've been reading more often lately. I I used to read a lot. This book is like this big and you're not going to want to, but it is good. It's super good. I really want to start reading more and I did start reading. I'm always reading like three to four books. I do books and I start them and I haven't finished them, but I really want to make an effort. Well, the long thing for all the 
Mm. I said, don't force yourself. Read the books you want. I still can't it. finish that one book. It's not a good fucking book. And I, oh, yeah, I've tried to promote that book. twice now. I read it more. Let it go. And I still haven't finished it. Let it go. I can't throw it in the ocean. I'm a completionist. Yeah, but I can't read any other book until I finish it. Sometimes quitting's a good thing. Quitting smoking, quitting toxic relationships, quitting reading a shitty book. It's all good. Yeah, it can be really good. Peer pressure around it, like that I should work on that. I don't want to talk about it because I might still finish. I'm not judging you. I'm just going to burn that book. You're you're or is that you're not creating space for like good books. I've had it for like probably <laughs> you know what close I mean? to four years. Create the space. Right. For I'm what sure you want in your life. They yeah. own the other ones. I just don't read them. Yeah. Okay, back to the journal. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I set off toward the northern shore. As I got closer, I heard whoops and shouts from the house. Yes. The hut. I made sure to stay out of arrow range. And as they, about six, yelled at me, I tried to parrot their words back to them. They burst out laughing. Probably were saying bad words or insulting me. It happened to me in Italy. It's true. Um, don't assume you know what they're saying, and they're probably making fun of you. What is he he's expecting saying. when he's saying, you know, accept Jesus Christ and all of this stuff when they don't even... It's the same language. Yeah, that mm-hmm. part of it is... Like, you're not accepting what I'm saying. They don't have any idea what you're saying. They don't know what you're saying. Yeah. So that's, yeah. But they could probably pick up that you're trying to say what they're saying and they'd laugh at you. Yeah. (laughs) And the parroting the words back, they're probably saying the equivalent of get the fuck off my island. And he's trying, he's saying that back. I mean, I would laugh too. Like broken. Yeah. yeah, Broken tribal language. Pick up your dog poop loser. Like it's something (laughs) horribly botched. Yeah. I mean, if I was being like, get the fuck off my lawn. And that person's like, get the fuck off my lawn. I'd be like, what is wrong with you? You're in the water. (laughs) Like you're coming here. What are you doing? Leave your fish and go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Then two dropped their bows and took a dugout to meet me. They want the other half, the tuna. So they did, um, you know, drop their bows and then took their their canoes out and met him. I kept a safe distance and dropped off the fishing gifts. Here's where this nice meet and greet went south. A child and a young woman came behind the two gift receivers with bows drawn. I kept waving my hands to say, no bows, but they didn't get the memo, I guess. I guess raising they my didn't know my language. I <laughs> didn't know this meant yeah. no bows. Uh, by this time, the waves had picked up and the kayak was getting near some shallow coral. The islanders saw that and blocked my exit. Then the kid with the bow and arrow came down the middle. He's got things to prove. He's young and mm-hmm. trying to make his work. Mm-hmm. Then they took the kayak. Then the little kid shot me with an arrow directly into my Bible, which I was holding in front of my chest. That's a lie. Sorry. It's too perfect. I know. It's too perfect. I'm sorry. That was my gut reaction. I apologize. Probably true. Go ahead. It's more of like, that seems like, yeah. This seems like something I would reflect on. Like, it saved me. I know. I grabbed the arrow shaft as it broke on my Bible. 
And then he says the page number on page 933, Isaiah 63, 5 to 65, 2, which I, I don't know the reference as a Jew. Don't know the reference. The head was metal, thin, and very sharp. So remember I talked about mm-hmm. metal ships mm-hmm. have washed ashore and the tribe has used these for arrow tips now. They left me alone as I half waded, half swam through the broken coral to the deep where I knew their dugouts couldn't reach. So their dugouts are their canoes. Mm -hmm. Then swam almost a mile back to the boat. Although I now have no kayak, nor my small pelican and its contents. So he lost his passport also. Yeah, I was wondering why he would have that just with him. I'm grateful that I still have the written word of God, Lord, is written word of God, period. Lord, is this island Satan's last stronghold where none have even had a chance to hear your name? Not like that. Thoughts? That's the end of that journal entry. He's just saying that because someone, because people have a different culture that they are there for. Spawn of Satan is literally what he's saying. Or it's like the last, like he has to cure them of this fiction. It's not like a lot of power in this whole situation that's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you not just see that these people are just living their lives? Well, but he does, but he does see that. But to him, his whole mission mm-hmm. is to convert them because that's what he's there for. Mm-hmm. Like, so to him, no matter yeah. what it takes, because he, he's risking his life, like it's Raven in a lot of you got a error shot at him yeah i wouldn't do that for a lot of reasons i wouldn't do that and it sounds like he really did want to give them gifts and like well he thinks he's helping he thinks he's helping from his mind positive intentions yeah from his mind this is why we say over and over i do um you have to always be checking your intentions with your impact that's where I got. I tell my students now all the time when they ask like a question, how do I do this? I'm like, purpose and intent. And I think I got it from you way back. But yeah. check it with your impact because it doesn't matter if you have the best intention. What's the impact? Right. Right. So that's where we have to be focusing more. Mm-hmm. I think like for the last, um, you know, whenever the politically correct thing started, mm-hmm. we're all about intention. But now we have to actually be aware of impact and mm-hmm. and check it mm-hmm. is your intention matching with the actual impact that you're wanting to yeah. create mm-hmm. and in this case i would say no <laughs> probably the hard no hard no i mean i mean if my shopping, yeah. <laughs> my intention <laughs> is to like make friends with people and they're shooting arrows at me be like i think i need to go back <laughs> and reassess reassess you know it's crew yeah <laughs> topic today and you shot an arrow at me I would have gone my ass home <laughs> but I didn't but you didn't so I took that as I was welcome and yeah. you still didn't kill me so I appreciate it no you said you gave me wine still waiting for my half tuna but whatever <laughs> I need time to think about my response November 15th so this is still the same day so many journal entries on this day The plan now is to rest and sleep on the boat and in the morning to drop me off by the cache. And then I walk along the beach toward the same hut I've been giving gifts to. So he's trying to build rapport with the same places. So he's not stupid. 
No, I mean, it's very intelligent mm -hmm. and, you know, um, has been successful in a lot of realms. It's weird. Actually, no, it's natural. I'm scared. Right. Lord, let your will be done. If you want me to actually get shot or even killed with an arrow, then so be it. No. To you, God, I give all the glory of whatever happens. I don't want to die. So that's in all caps in this mm -hmm. journal. That's sad. That's, uh, you know, that's ideology kind of driving behavior. But, you know, people have their beliefs. Right, but so do cults where they drink Kool-Aid and kill off everybody. Like, I don't know. But this is solo adventure. A solo adventure. <laughs> but, like... Always a bad idea. But isn't so solo when he's trying to impact a whole tribe of people? Like, if he was off in the woods by himself, venturing to live by himself, I'd say, okay, fine. Go do what you do, whatever that outcome may be. Why did a little kid have to shoot me? Aww. His high pitched <laughs> voice still lingers in my head. That's really bad. Now that I think about it, after I got shot by that arrow, I gave it back. Man, I should have snapped it. So, another journal entry later in the day. The plan for tomorrow is to drop me at the cache and then the boat will leave for the day, returning at night. I'm at peace with that plan. If it goes badly on foot, the fishermen won't have to bear witness to my death. Hmm. Alternative is to wait another time. Okay. If I leave, I believe I'll have failed the mission. Uh, so yeah. he's wavering here. I hear wavering. I hear him being like, I mean, he already lost his passport. He's like, I could walk away. But he can't because he lost his passport. Because he's like, now I'm all So in. he can walk away, but what, like, that's going to be a whole complicated thing. I would love to he's... know more about, like, that. About his, like, what brought him there initially, not oh just. Oh, my God. Well, oh. let me scroll to the very end. I'm so excited. If you want to know you. more, Out do. Outside Magazine did a fabulous piece called the last days of John Chow. And that's where I got these journal entries and they really go into his whole life story and his family history mm -hmm. and just what, what brought him to that point. Yeah. Um, and it like the whole intention is to shed empathy on his story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he did write a letter the morning of November 16th to his family, just like in case he died. And then his very last journal entry, November 16th, 2018. Woke up after a fairly restful sleep, heading to Island now. I hope this isn't my last note, but if it is, glory be, God be the glory. I'm heading back to the hut I've been praying to. So he wrote, he signed um, all his journal entries, Soli Dio Gloria. And I looked that up. It's Latin. And it means for the glory of God alone. So all of his journal entries were, were signed that way. So he really did have like a passion, a purpose. Right. Well, and to him, this was, I mean, in all fairness, he did nothing to harm anybody. He was trying to befriend in his perspective. Mm -hmm. He did nothing to harm anybody. And he wanted to try to just become close enough to spread the word of God and his perspective. 
However, considering this tribe has zero immunity to right. anything. So he does report that he got immunized and then says he quarantined, but then he got uh, driven, is that boat terms? Uh, Boated. Moored? Did he get moored? He got boated out to this place by at least six different fishermen that he was exposed to in his after his sail supposed quarantine yeah it's not after a supposed quarantine period so though he does report he got immunized and then in quarantine he then did get uh ferried i don't Transported <laughs> river boats, transported work via water. You're being <laughs> out at those plates. Just transporting. I, I can't keep going. I so I know. I will. I mean, I he did potentially put this tribe in danger by just his closeness to What's them. Called to move across water. That's my question. <laughs> we need to know portage or portaging. He got ported by at least six fishermen. Is the practice of carrying watercraft or cargo over land either around? Oh, five. Five fishermen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Go down, sink, swim, duck, carry, sink, go under. That's opposite. That's opposite. That's not helpful. To be ported. Ported. I like that. Ported. Duck, carry, dive. All right. Dive. Right. Okay. So the evidence of his death came from statements by the five fishermen who first reported him missing. They said that they had dropped him off close to the shore on November 16th, and then returning a day later, they saw a dead person being buried at the shore, which from the silhouette of the body, clothing, and circumstances appeared to be the body of John Chow. Is this similar to the one topic you did with... um... Uh, if someone asks you to put a curse on someone and they do actually end up dying. The hexing? Right. So if you ported someone to the beach, are you therefore liable for that porting? Um, no. Because he's the one that wanted to do it 100%. But they took him and they knew the dangers and they knew that they were, like, they were, they knew. Yeah, self-determination, though. I don't know. I mean, but their boat, they're ported. I mean, I think you'd have to dive into their principles. They might have been moored. <laughs> more does when you park well they might have parked you park your boat more all five fishermen plus two other men um all of whom helped him travel there to their seamen excuse me <laughs> sorry i'm just what like what about the missionary seamen? <laughs> Despite knowing okay. fully well about the <laughs> Ill- illegality of the action and the hostile al- attitude of the, the trimen, <laughs> they were all like uh, legally charged. Sorry. So they, Can you say that last They were all legally charged. All the Fisher folk. <laughs> so I saw the headlines of this. And so it just went international. There was tweets. There was, too, yeah. you know, it was in the I news. It was all over. And I wish BBC Chow was characterized at best as a dumbass backpacker and at worst as a Christian supremacist indifferent okay. I mean, to I, genocide. Ooh, wow, we were fairly generous. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
His ignoring the tribe's wish to be left alone and the risks he posed to them were attributed to imperialist arrogance. And I remember my my first reactions were very like, well, what are you thinking? Yeah, dumbass. Yeah, like, come on. Um, yeah, does he not? Did he not realize that that is a potential he, he, impact? Is genocide of the but there? But it's like the greater like, good. You. He viewed the greater good, which is that, like, yeah. I mean, if you convert but die, I'm still saving your soul. I right. think in his mind that he it's took precautions. Oh right, but he, also he being a, a Christian, he does believe in the afterlife mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. so maybe actions in this realm don't matter as much i don't know yeah, i mean i'm just kind of curious speaking as a jew where we're like this is all you got like make it fucking count there's no right. afterlife well i'm curious too because like here's this guy who's continuously going out there for religious zealous reasons where so we have all these people watching the protection of this tribe why aren't they going out there and just saying Back up, get out now. Well, we why don't, are these fishermen coming in? Like they're getting paid. We don't yeah. have all these people though. That's unfortunate. I mean, yes, the government stance is they're uncontacted and protected, but it's not really being uh, police. Yeah, they're still free will. Like people. this is an island in the middle of nowhere. Right, but it's not say- like there's. It's not like the lake. Police I'm curious, like, did other people know he was there? How long did they know he was there? Like, because at, at that point, protection isn't just leaving people alone, it's stopping something from happening if we know it's happening. Yeah, I don't I don't know if the efforts are quite where um we think they should be. So after the fishermen learned that John Chow had died. They gave his diary to his friend and the family was informed. Um, the, the U.S. sold it and published it. And- the U.S. Uh, you know, administrator people were informed. Everybody was informed. And then on November 21st, the director general of police issued a statement on the restrictions on public access to North Sentinel Island. So, I mean, this is the way it kind of goes, but really like who's out there policing it. So we never saw it happen, correct? See what happened? Getting murdered. No. What if, just to throw a wrench in all this, what if it was one of the fishermen who stole his half of the tuna? Maybe possible. And then well, buried him and blamed it on the... I wasn't even going to bring this in, but one of his friends did get a brief amount of uh, attention saying that he thought he was still alive and he was living on the island and all that. Doing some uh, McAfee uh, stuff. <laughs> Despite efforts by Indian authorities, which involved a tense encounter with the tribe, Chow's body was not recovered. So they did initially attempt to recover his body, but the tribe was not having it. And so it was decided to abandon the efforts. And that was like all the people that have a vested interest in the tribe were like, just, just leave it. it. 
Leave well, it there. And maybe it's because they actually liked him and it was an unfortunate incident where miscommunication happened. Like, you don't fully know because it did sound like he was trading and for, trading things and um, doesn't mean I fully... I think they just shot him with arrows because they didn't want him to be there. I'm not fully on board with the colonialism aspect, but you know they what? were doing handoffs. There is an inconsistency in the fact that in the past, they when they kill people, they spike them and they buried, they buried his guys. Ooh, that was like, a shame. Yeah. So I don't know if that's because they had and they wouldn't let them take respect for him because they were giving him presents and like making them laugh and so they might be like, different people too. I mean, this is one. I mean, from you know my sources, they said there's three bands. So maybe right, the three right. bands have very different approaches right. to people coming. Maybe some mm-hmm. people are like, let let's take the fish and coconuts, and some people are like, no, get them right. shoot up the barons, which is normal. Like us three, let's mm-hmm. see how this would pan out. Um, who would say take the fish? I would take the fish. I have no principles. I would say I don't know if you poison the fish and you take the fish. What would you say? I'd probably take the fish. I would take the fish, then shoot them mm. with arrows. Mm. I would never spike it. I would never spike them. Shoot first, but I would shoot if you did that, and then I might spike them just for. I would take the fish and then like shoot them somewhere that wasn't fatal as a warning to like. And then I'd have to finish a job because you made them suffer. Error to the knee. Yeah. (laughs) I'd have to end their suffering. That's what you would do. Really? Mm. No, I'd be like, if we let this go, there'll be more. More. Yeah. 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 We got to make a point. Yep. And I would say I support that fully. Let's go get us half of freaking tuna and get the heck out of here. I want to watch the rest of um, meal. Yeah, I would take their gifts, but then I'd kill them and then bury them. Definitely not spike. That's a lot of effort. I find the gifts would take me a lot to kill them. They'd have to make me mad, but I would peer pressure if my friends killed them first. So I'd have to protect my friends. So if you want to do more about this, like if you're moved by this, mm. Survival International is the only group that I could find that is working to ensure that this uncontacted tribe remains that way. So you can donate. You can also go on their website and learn a lot more. And just go fuck off. And then you have to sleep and be really I'll have to say, like when I first heard this, I had only a hundred percent negative reactions towards John Chow, mm-hmm. but after reading that outside magazine article i will say i do have a little bit of empathy trying to see it from different yes it activated my equanimity which you know Mm -hmm. i i love being in that place just to Mm -hmm. give everybody equal footing and i I still don't feel like you should have been there Mm -hmm. in my opinion sure but you know it really made me feel like this is somebody's kid right. you know doing this thing like that that could be my kid out that there. was their passion that's and their passion and the calling that's their calling like nobody's kid needs to be you know killed yeah. right and i think that's the sad like it's sad absolutely sad that it happens tragic that it happened um does it make sense that it happened yeah and that's tragic too but it's just i mean it makes sense but also, if their religious beliefs are very strong that he was doing what he should have been, like his calling, right. like that's, that's not maybe sad. not so sad. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. we believe that in counseling. Like uh, I said that yesterday, I plant the seed. You never know if it's going to grow now or grow like five years down the road for how you've helped somebody. So maybe it's a similar concept. Maybe he's inspired other activists to try to go or other I missionaries. Mean, hopefully, probably fucking not. not. I mean, hopefully they're like. I haven't heard anybody since 2018. Actually, not inspired them, but probably like made them never want to do that. Right. I mean, or, or and and maybe I think again, just that humanity piece of just respecting the fact that he was a person doing the best he could with what he had and thinking he was doing the best he can. And then if people did what they can do, which is protect themselves, then they chose to do that. So that's just... Yeah, we're either wrong. Natural consequences. It doesn't have to be a right or wrong. It just is. I don't think there was a right or wrong in that It just is. I mean, you did the wrong there, but it's (laughs) wrong in the terms of... He knew he was going to get shot. He's not talking he about it. accepting his death yeah, at that yeah. point. But he, he wavered. Kind of like, that last girl, and she was wavering. But that's fear. That means he knew he probably wasn't getting the reception that he wanted. And was still... I think losing it. the passport had a lot of play in that. More than was expressed in the journal. Because mm-hmm. I would see that as a sign. I'd be like, well, guess I'm supposed to be here. You know? I'd be like, guess I'm going to the U.S. Embassy to get my passport back. I'm still out here. Definitely not going to go get shot at. <laughs> but he was an adventurer, you know. I and I, I think I can see it more. There from was still some hope. His there. point of view oh, now, after reading that article, right. than before, where I was completely one sided. I was right, like, right, right. "You fucking pompous I mean, dumbass! You think say, rules can, don't apply to you? I can see you have a god complex. Fifty people you know? who would go and do that." Like, and that doesn't mean they're a horrible person. It just means that they're ill-informed, probably ignorant about cultural considerations and just, you know. Yeah. So if you didn't listen to our last episode, we talked about fingerprints. And I got really sick. And the unsolved murder of Hope Parks. And at the very end... Macy had to leave the podcast because she got sick and died, but she's still here. I, yeah, no, um, I would like to say, I, mean, I said so good because it was a great topic, not the murder itself. It was a great topic. And then I got sick and had to leave. <laughs> Please support us on Patreon at Deeply Disturbing Things Podcast. It's only a dollar and you get exclusive access to not only the video of this podcast, but we do lots of other exclusives. I mean, if you think we're cool here, we're like at least 1.5 times cooler on a uh, check-in. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Until next time, balance your check your, not balance, check your intention with your impact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before porting, always make oh. sure you have the whole tuna. Um, um, I like the word more. So learn a new word each day and you'll be Until next more. time. I'm going to help Sarah. Learn- Use the word more every day. And learn more Not with us. Every other day. Every other day. Maybe every three days. Yeah.